Hey, I'm Jeff. Hey, I'm Todd. And together, we're the other kind radio. Woo! You, the kind listener who have invested so much time and effort in listening to our show, I'm sure are wondering why we have not gone to the lengths of production that we have normally uh, to bring a show to you. Uh, we are cramming this in between schedules and a bunch of other stuff. So this isn't going to be a full episode. This is going to be some quick hits, some, uh, some news bites. We got a few things to go through as we prepare. And hopefully this weekend we'll be able to bring you our review and comments on the movie. Gentle. No, it's Joker. <laughs> the movie Joker's coming out. It's got 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Todd said something interesting when we were talking before we started recording that you said that you think it's going to take a year before this film is, uh, what, seen as a film, appreciated? Yeah, I mean, a lot of films you get, uh, there will often be films that come out and just are flops and people think, oh, this is a terrible movie. And then you hear 10 years later, wow, this is actually a fantastic movie. We just weren't ready to take it. I think the backlash over violence and everything is going to hurt Joker from just from the critical perspective. I think you're still going to probably get Joaquin Phoenix getting nominated for Academy Award because he is Joaquin Phoenix. But yeah, it's going to take a while for them not to look at what gun violence is doing currently to our society. And I think that's going to kind of so you, straddle. So you're talking movies like Benji. Yeah. Benji really was a critical fit. No. Um, <laughs> well, it started out and flopped and then people are like, dude, it's about a dog. How many Benji movies are there? I'm going to IMDb. <laughs> so, well, you know, it's funny because we were just talking about that with my daughter, Benji, the actual dog was I believe his trainer and owner was in McKinney, Texas, like the next town over to me. And that was when I was a kid growing up, you could go by and, and meet Benji or something to that extent. Wow. I never did, but I knew it was right down the road. So that's weird. You bring up Benji. I don't know. It came off the top of my head. There've been two Benji movies, one that was done in, in 1974 and okay. one that was done in 2018, which this film talk reminds me of a funny thing I saw on Reddit. Okay. And it's a, it's a picture um of a woman in a black and white film uh driving a car and underneath it it says um movies in black and white were extremely dangerous for actors who had to film scenes while driving cars the reason was the lights were only in black and white mm-hmm. <laughs> So to, to also correct Jeff, there actually been five Benji movies. Oh, 1974's Benji for the love of Benji in 1977. Benji's very own Christmas movie in 1978. Benji the Hunted, which went for a very dark turn, and Benji off the leash in 2004. The IMDb. If I type in Benji in the search web, uh, in the search window, and it shows me two titles, I don't need to click more title matches, and that's where you got all that list. Thank you. Yeah. IMDB used to be this great resource and it still is incredibly deep for film nuts, but it's become almost impossible to kind of search and it isn't as easy just to pull up someone's filmography and know what's going on. It's yeah, that we could go down a rabbit hole of talking IMDB ever since they got bought by Amazon. They've kind of, you know what? I'm going to call them right now. I'm going to call them. You have the number? Tell them, give them, I don't know. I'm trying to play. (laughs) I'm trying to play a sound effect that it, it won't go. I'm going to call him right now. There you go. There's our sound effect. Now, go ahead. We're on the phone with Amazon. 
Uh, Amazon. Oh, wait, Amazon. Oh, I love Amazon. I get my DoorDash stuff. stuff. Come. Oh, you bought IMDb and you ruined it. But I love when you bring dog food to my door. Yes. They, with, the, with the thing. So, okay. So a couple things to get um, uh, to clean up on. Number one, probably most importantly, uh, we have a new kind listener. And here at the other kind radio, it's never a bad age. Uh, our kind listener, one of our uh, most faithful listeners, Beaker, just had a new baby girl named Aww. Stephanie. And he was kind enough to send me a picture. And yeah, she's, she's absolutely precious. Uh, which led me to, because Catherine and I were having a conversation about how much information you get guys versus girls, right? So like you tell me, hey man, you know, something happened. I'm like, cool, great. But I don't ask you an endless amount of questions or try because I don't know how much the baby weighed. I know I know the baby and the mom are okay, which I know that's like an important thing. By the way, kind of listener, I've never had kids, so this is new territory. But I'm not going to sit there and ask you like, so what was it like? What happened? You know, is it was it weird? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when I ask baby questions. So, but I, I get this feeling when I'm having conversations with with sweet Catherine that, you know, I should be finding out information like weight and length and all that stuff. Yeah, I get I get busted in the chops all the time by my kid. You don't know what year I was born. You don't know how much I weighed. And I'm like, no, but I wiped your ass when you were a little kid countless times. That counts for something. But you know, the fact that guys don't, I don't care. I mean, I I don't know. See, I don't even think it's really not caring. I think it's just like it's it's guy code. I'm sharing this with you, and if you want to tell me more, you'll tell me more. Like, hey man, I got something to tell you. Blah 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 blah. And this is what it was, and this is the color, the hair, and, the, and you know, all the other from the stuff. Point of a conversation, yes, but from the point of a guy, I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I love my kid, I love my kid. Anybody that says that, I do love her, and I do know what they're born within a relative proximity. Of course. Well, and then you know, I'm adopted, so uh, let's not go down that <laughs> that rabbit hole. Um. So congratulations to Beaker and uh, baby girl Stephanie. I hope all of your days are spent listening to the other kind radio. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll throw that in there too. <laughs> right. And happy. Um, okay. And then the second thing is um, uh, being the hugely successful producer I am, uh, we never gave the answer to the, <laughs> the opening liner um, from like, I don't know. I think it was like Christmas. So. Um, or Hanukkah. Okay. Um, so we want to do that now. So I'm going to replay it. And then I, and before you shout out the answer, Todd, I have, I have some questions for you about babies. All right, here's the clip. Long ago, when I was a young man, my father said to me, Norman, you like to write stories. And I said, yes, I do. Then he said, someday when you're ready, you might tell our family story. Only then will you understand what happened and why. Okay, so obviously you know what movie that is. Uh, and, and most kind listeners know my story is if I have trouble sleeping, I put that on. And by the time it goes, when I was a young boy, I'm, I'm out. Boom. Asleep. Okay. So at what point did you know what movie that was? 
Well, I have to say it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And when I when you first played it for me the first time, I thought that is either the audio effect of fly fishing. Yes. I was literally from that because I recognized that sound, but I thought, well, I can't tell. But the moment Robert Ever starts uh, speaking, I, I know that movie. That movie came out in 1992, right before I moved back from Florida out of film school. It was just one of those that hit me. I was like, man. And that movie is? A River Runs Through It, directed by Robert Redford, based on the short story of A River Runs Through It by Norman McLean. Yeah, it's it's definitely a stopper for me. If it comes on, I'll I'll watch it. Um, I've probably seen it maybe a dozen times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it in a while, but it, you know, you made me want to watch it. Uh, just one of those very quiet, beautiful films. This is also where going back to IMDB, it sits at <laughs> 7.2 uh, stars on there. And I'm like, why do we allow the, the dumb asses of the world to Whoa. make it through the first, Oh, we can't say ass on here. <laughs> no, I just, I like the attack. Um, the dumbasses of the world who, who probably don't make it through five minutes and don't understand what the film is about to right. come in. And say, this is no good. It's a great film. I, I somehow see them related to, or being the same people that go on Yelp and give a restaurant a one, one star review because the chairs were uncomfortable. Exactly. You right. know, that's one of, I don't really like the whole internet thing of. Uh, memes where people are ugly to each other. However, I do like whenever the whole Yelp thing where you'll see that like on Reddit and it's restaurants that have found and they know the person of what the real story is and they'll tell you why mm-hmm. they get better. I love that. Yeah, so maybe of, we can start doing that for movie reviews. Yeah, let's do that. You know, when the review is like, first of all, the guy came in with no pants on, you know, and that's why we kicked him out. But you read his review and it has something to do with Linguini. So it's funny that we bring this up because with Minute of the Apes, the other podcast that I famously do, um, we recently got to a segment. We're in the third film and Cornelius is watching a TV. Cornelius being the main chimpanzee played by Roddy McDowell. And I think I made a comment of he's entirely nonplussed to be sitting in front of a television. And we had one of our kind listeners come out going, and you know, I it's the hard thing in this internet world where you don't automatically feel attacked. You're like, well, he's like, How, why would you be so think it was such a big deal that he's watching TV, but they had photography in the first film. Well, <laughs> you tapped into a vein where I, I probably should not have been. I had to just write, I disagree. And that wrote this long diatribe photography was admitted this time. By the time that cinema <laughs> came along 75 years later, people were running screaming from the theaters because they thought the train that was in the, the yep. cinema projection was going to run them over. So you're telling me now we've jumped past cinema to television and you're going to tell me that this chimp is not freaked out by it. So the words of the wise of the, the hosting of podcasts don't reply to your listeners in such a harsh manner as I did. Right. I did but a little, I, but Hey, I get what you're saying at the end of it. It's yeah. So easy to uh, cast that first stone. But then when you want to get into a real, uh, when you, cause you and I like to debate when you, I think we need to do more of it on this podcast, but there are those that engage. And then once you fully engage them, they're, they're like, Hey man, I, I was just making a point on the internet. You know? <laughs> Jeez, man. I know you're going to start throwing like science and timelines and stuff at me. Jeez. What a jerk. When's the next I, show? I want to listen to it. I, I don't that. I did not condone Jeff making fun of you using that voice. <laughs> right now. I'm going to get some, I love that voice. Bring that character hey, on again. Hey Todd, it, it's Mr. Complain. Oh boy, the kind listener. I apologize. This is way off. So uh, I've got my two opening things off. Um, oh, and then we're going to talk about uh, our next show. We're going to try super, super hard to uh, get both of us to the theater before next Sunday so that we can. Our next episode will be on the Joker. 
Not the Joker, Joker. Oh boy. Joker. I already blew it. And, all and, the- and I'm going to pull back the curtain and tell everybody, you know, part of why we're doing what we're doing today is I got up at 2.30 in the morning, my time to take, to help a broadcast from Paris, France. Hello. Thank you for calling Belgi. This is Joker. Who am I speaking with? That's actually pretty close to what was going on is, this morning. Is this the American Todd? <laughs> you Sorry. Americans and your phones. And when you wake up at 2.30 in the morning and you can barely even see and they're like, Doug, are you there? I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. You know, but that that's why just being so kind and we're doing an informal one today. Yeah, we're doing an informal um, and then we'll get everybody's appetite fed uh, hopefully this Sunday with uh, some Joker talk. If not, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do what we've done for the past 60 episodes or so. We will, you know, we, we do our best. Um, so then I guess we have a few headlines just to go through. One of which I saw is that um, uh, Stranger Things has been renewed for a final, fourth and final season. And all I can say is thank God. Uh, I, just, I just didn't, want, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's I'm on news.google.com slash entertainment. Stranger Things renewed for fourth season as Creators Inc. Nine figure Netflix deal. Oh, it doesn't say anything in the headline about being the final season. <laughs> Welcome to Jeff News, where he just reads something and comes up with something completely different. Um, I hope it's the last season because I think they've, they're beginning to run their course. I think they originally said they were going to do five. And my daughter, who's an enormous fan, and I did think this last season was infinitely better than the second. What I've told her is I would I'd love to see, because this is so referential to the films of the 80s as well as Stephen King books of the 80s. I'd love to see them almost take an it type thing and hold off a few years and let the kids become adults. Right. But fifth season, like they have to come back and combat it one more time. Maybe. Adults. Yeah. And then monster can be French. Hello. Hello, stranger things. I'm looking for some cheese. I don't think that's the way that's horrible. And if uh kind listener, if you're French or in France and you find that accent offensive, then I apologize, but it's the best I can do. Having well, never been to France. You've all met reductionist Jeff before. He is back <laughs> in full force right now. And he's even reduced the great people of France. I know. Right. Oh, that's horrible. Hey, but I'm actually, and granted, I said earlier, I'm adopted. So asterisk, I, the family I'm adopted to is in fact French. So yeah, we can, I am part of the, <laughs> Oh God. All right. Uh, no more, no more accents. Um, so where the next question I got for you is this movie, Judy, um, are you going to go see it? Where's that on your, on your radar as far as wanting to go see Renee Zellweger play Judy Garland? You know, it would already be pretty high just because of Judy Garland's place in the lexicon of film. Uh, my family has always kind of had a, a love affair with her. I I loved her and her films. The fact she was married to Vincent Minnelli years later, I actually, while in school met her daughter, Liza Minnelli. I famously oh. was there one day and they were all telling us, okay, Miss Minnelli's in the building. You may not speak to her. And I swear I'm in, in the build of the room for the audio uh, where they had the patch bay and I'm patching. And all of a sudden I, I hear, excuse me, darling. And I turned around and it was Liza and Melly. And I swear I avoided myself. And she said, could you please tell me where the restroom is? I can't seem to find it. And I was like, of course, Miss Minnelli. So I, I already, that's cool. I, that was one of the great moments of my life telling Liza Minnelli where to go to the bathroom. Nice. Um, 
but I would already see it. My wife is so geeked about this film that this will be an opening day type thing for us. She really wants to see it. And no, the, the good news is it's already out. Has it already hit yeah. theaters? Yeah. Is it, <laughs> let me check it first. Opening day then. Um, after Judy wows on opening weekend, how high can it go from variety? Well, yep. I see that now too. So we'll jump in the opening day. <laughs> So that's how high it is up there. We didn't make opening right. day. I'm Todd. And I'm telling you right now, you can put the money in the bank. We're going to be there first showing first day or my name is peanut butter. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome peanut butter to the show. Um, so that, that'll be interesting. I, I hear good things about it. I think I'll catch that one when it comes out for rental. Um, looks like Debbie Harry has a new book out on a Blondie memoir called face it. That could be kind of interesting. You met her as well, right? I think you were hanging out with her or her husband. Uh, well, you know, what is this like? Let's every celebrity moment that Todd's ever had in his life. We're just going to run down it. So I, <laughs> early days of Yahoo, I got asked to interview for some, for a, a show. And one of the things that I got to do was interview Chris Stein, the, the, basically the, the brains behind Blondie. He wrote a lot of the songs, he's the band leader. God, do you want me to tell this story too? Cause it doesn't take too much longer. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I know you've told it before on the show. Have I, yeah, that she yeah. walked in and said, do you want to see her? It's time to take our injection or something. <laughs> and she was holding chihuahuas and I'm not talking about her breast. She literally had chihuahuas <laughs> in her hands. Uh, One of the most bizarre things that's ever happened in my life next to meeting Jeff. <laughs> right. Exactly. We'll, we'll put a big buzzer on that. Um, and then last thing I'm seeing just as I'm flip, flip, flipping through here is um, where did it go? Now it disappeared. It was about a movie. Oh, the Irishman de-aging isn't perfect, but it's essential. And I know you wanted to bring up something uh, about the Netflix film. And is that, is that out now? I don't, I, I'm trying to pull it up and see what the date release. I don't <laughs> believe it's out, but it's starting to get reviews. Uh, Variety's headline is that Netflix has a problem and it's that the Irishman directed by Martin Scorsese is too good. Um, <laughs> they're on. Uh, Martin Scorsese's three and a half hour swan song of a mob drama is a masterpiece. I wasn't in the M word camp, but I called the film a coldly entertaining knockout close enough. Oh, hang on. I, I bitch in it. And of course I knew it. Owen Gleiberman, who is the lead critic for variety. Oh my God. You don't hold anything on reductionist. It, it, <laughs> everything is well. I, it's a little bit better because I think it's better. I can't stand Owen Gleiberman. Um, and if you're out there, Owen Gleiberman, yeah. suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Man, this is so, this is so much different. It's almost more fun than the other. Uh, other that was have all these rules and stuff. That's awesome. Um, how, uh, yeah, uh, how yeah. can a movie be too good? I'm giving this restaurant one star because it was too good. What is that? I think it comes down to the whole thing we reported on before with Scors uh I'm sorry, with Spielberg saying that films that are released on Netflix should not be up for Academy Awards. And I think they're saying, look, you've got something that probably should have been released as a film in the theaters. But I think what Scorsese is saying is, look, I'm making film. I don't give a crap how and why it's seen. I want it seen. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, we've had this debate before. It was just, you can't just shoot a movie and walk up to your Cineplex and be like, hey, man, I'd like to show my film. There's we all these. Hear Martin Scorsese. <laughs> right. Exactly. Hi, I'm Martin Scorsese. I'd like to show my film. Maybe if you just name drop, hi, I'm Trenton Scorsese. Who's that? Oh, I'm his cousin. So maybe if I just dye my hair black, I hunch over a little bit because he's even shorter than I am. Wow. Talk about reduction. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walk up and go, hi, I'm Martin Scorsese. Do you want to show hey, my film? Hey. <laughs> yeah, I would I would mess up and use a French accent and it wouldn't go well. Um, well I, I, <laughs> yeah, we weren't, we're not doing that anymore. Um, well, I can't wait to see this movie that's too good. Um, the aging process. Yeah, they're, they're also using it in... Um, um, they're using it in the uh, new Will Smith movie that I have zero interest in seeing where the oh, clone the himself. The that are terrible, Gemini oh. Man. Oof, it'd be horrible. Okay, well, what do you got? That's all I've got. Um, you know, I told Jeff that I've, I've had a little bit of crazy life trying to run around and, and simply be me where it's not webcasting me. I mean, podcasting, webcasting. That's what I do for living. Podcasting is <laughs> what I do for fun. I don't know, Jeff. I like I told you, I'd only really got one movie in here lately. I've not had time for TV. And when Todd doesn't have time for TV and movies, Todd's not happy. Yeah. How about you? Anything? Happy Todd, happy, happy life. Um, wait, but you said you did get to see one movie. What movie did you see? Because I it kind of perked my ears, even though you said you weren't a huge fan. Um, it was Brightburn by, and forgive me, I don't remember. The filmmaker's name, it was written by the brothers of James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Very good, you know, fun mm-hmm. director. But it's about and Superman. What? It's basically, it's kind of a spin on it. And it's not Superman, but what if a scenario just like Superman, a couple wants a baby and all of a sudden one night a meteorite crashes into their farm and inside is a baby and they raise it. And all of a sudden when the powers come to be... The the thing is, what calls the baby isn't like, you know, Marlon Brando telling him you came from Krypton. Instead, it's an evil message and that baby starts doing evil things. It's a it's a really cool little twist. So if they, Chucky. If they don't really considered writing a story to go with it. Right. So Chucky. No, not <laughs> Chucky. <laughs> I had to think that with her. I was like, no, nothing at all like Chucky. No. Um um, Chucky, yeah, Chucky and Chucky. an asteroid. Yeah. You've completely stopped me in my tracks. So <laughs> yeah, not Chucky, not Chucky, not Chucky. All right. Well, again, this bad movies were like, it literally someone walks up and you've already met a character that, you know, is the character's aunt. And then she goes, well, you know, I'm your aunt. And I'm like, you don't need to tell me, you know, it was one of those kind of movies. It's, <laughs> it's so badly written. Burn, by, bright burn, burn, bright. Bright burn. Cool bright burn. premise. Bad okay. movie. All right. There you go, folks. There's a, uh, there's something to take away. A little more, uh, a little, am- a little more ammunition for the uh, for the, the water cooler talk at work. That probably didn't come out the right way, but you know what I mean. Now you got something to bring to the conversation. All right, well that's going to do it for this uh, whatever we're calling this um, unscripted, uh, the other kind of radio unscripted. Uh, I'm Jeff and he's Todd. We're going to, uh, like I said, do our best to both see Joker. Otherwise, we'll have some other thing on our next episode, which will come out Sunday. As always, you can um, like, subscribe the podcast as it feeds the algorithm that is known as the podcast universe and keeps our show in its gravitational pull, uh, as well as you can always email us Jeff at the other kind or Todd at the other kind or info at the other kind I don't know if Todd's ever checked his email. So, <laughs> so he's thinking his said, no, so send it to info at the other kind And, uh, we'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Everybody have a good week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, Todd. Bye, Jeffy. The other kind of radio. The other kind of radio.
Radio. The other kind of radio. 